Okay, so it's June the 18th, uh, day 712 of lockdown uh, in Scotland. Things are slightly easing on the lockdown front. Uh, enough that I w today I went for a long walk with a friend and the park got potentially got sunburnt, which is interesting. Uh, definitely redder than I would like to be. Um, and since I got since I got some we got some socially distanced ice cream, which was lovely. Uh, which is the same as regular ice cream, but you eat it while sitting far apart from each other on a on a bench in a park. Um so basically the same. Um and yeah, since then I've been dozing on and off, which is why this uh audio log is slightly late. Uh if you're not sure what this is, it's um my thoughts, uncensored, unfiltered, and unedited, straight from my brain into a microphone. Uh, things that I've been thinking about today. Uh, often it's stuff that's brought me joy. Sometimes it's stuff, just stuff that I've been wondering about or worrying about. Basically, just whatever. A way of sorting through my own brain. Uh, it's mainly for me. Um, if you're here for any, like, for any other reason. Uh, I don't know what you'd be here for, like to to find the secrets of the world. They're not they're not here. They're somewhere else. Although actually, that reminds me. Uh, I realised I did a whole uh, one of these on spies, uh, spy films and spy TV, and somehow managed to not mention the TV show Alias, uh, starring uh, Jennifer Garner. Which is wild, because I, I love that show. Um, I've not rewatched it in a while, um, but that is a that's a that's a, a quality show. I remember watching it on watching it on a uh, Channel Four over here, uh, and that is a show that man. It's famous for Jennifer Garner wearing like m a myriad sexy outfits and and different coloured wigs. Like that's what it is famous for, and it does have that. And that's very, you know, that that is what it is, and it's very good. Um, but it also has some really great character work. Actually, it goes back to what I was talking about in that spy. What that's this when I was talking about spies before. That really like character based stuff. Uh, there is. Does I hope everyone's okay. Um, there is um a lot of plot in it as well. Uh, I don't really want to get into the plot too much. Uh, needless to say, she works as a spy. Because uh, I don't want to get into it because the, the pilot of Alias, like the first episode of Alias, is just a great episode of television. Like, I, th I think it might worryingly be Alias's best episode. Uh, <laughs> That's not, that's maybe not true, but it's so good. Like, and to reveal anything of it, really, other than the fact that uh, Sydney, Sydney Bristol, is a spy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so is her dad, Jack Bristol, played by Victor Garber. And they have a very tense relationship. Yep. Other people who are in it, um, a young Bradley Cooper, uh, like his one of his first things is in this. He plays uh, Sid's best friend, uh, Will Tippin. Like this is just off the top of my head. I'm remembering people's names. 
Marin Dungazen as Francie, who sits of her best friend. Uh, Ron Rifkin is in it as a sort of high-ranking sort of spy. Uh, later on, David Andros, uh, who I don't, actually I'm saying this as if you know who he was. He's most famous for being in this. He also does up in Heroes. But he plays a character called Mister Sark, who is a bad guy, <laughs> uh, who with a preposterous uh, English accent. Uh, I love it. And there's a whole thing throughout it where um, there's a big mystery and a sort of talk of like a prophecy about this inventor, uh, like a Da Vinci-esque inventor called uh, Rambaldi, uh, Milo Rambaldi. Uh, And that part of the show is the most frustrating part of the show. It's also the part of the show that makes it very obvious that this is a show that was produced by J.J. Abrams. Uh, he created the show, uh, and it has this mystery box quality where you're like, well, what was Milo Rambaldi looking for? And it's just a very strange, it get, it sometimes gets in the way of a really good show, but uh, like, I genuinely really like that show, and the fact that I forgot it is, is unforgivable. Uh, it's got a great thing where every episode ends on a cliffhanger. Like, every episode something happens, you're like, well, I guess I need to keep watching. So I think it would probably suit binging very well. Binging. Uh, I think the last time I rewatched it, I binged it, but originally I was watching it live, which is great. But yeah, so I definitely recommend that. J.J. Uh, Abrams is interesting to me. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know how to feel about him. Uh, like I said, like... His Star Wars films are like the second, the most recent one is oof, not good. But you know, his Star Trek, his first Star Trek film, I enjoyed. His second Star Trek film, I did not enjoy. <laughs> uh, so he's not like a favorite of mine. Uh, I never properly got into Lost, and that's on me, I guess. Like, there's a lot to get into there, and I just I, I remember watching the first couple of seasons. Like at university, like it was a it was a big deal. We'd go to the TV room in my first year of university and watch Lost. And I sort of dropped off of it. And uh, that's I mean, there's obvi- it's obviously a very good show. People like it. I've never watched Fringe, much to my flatmate's consternation. Uh, I will watch it at some point. Don't worry. Uh, and I did watch Felicity. We're going through all of J.J. Abrams stuff. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think that's all of them because then he got into films. Yeah, obviously he's not the only one who did Lost. Uh, another thing, cause, sorry, another thing that I was wanting to think about, and I realised that that was a, this is a connection. Uh, that Lost is a connection, is that today um, HBO announced in America uh, all um, nine episodes of uh, Watchmen, the TV series, would be available. It would be made available uh, in what is simultaneously a marketing thing and also uh, but also like they posted that they recognised that um, the show itself deals with some themes that are quite important at the moment uh, if you've not seen Watchmen it's a surprisingly good TV show actually considering um, it is a sequel to the 
the classic graphic novel, almost the seminal graphic novel by uh, Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. Um, but uh, so if you've read that, I recommend reading that first. Uh, don't watch the Zack Snyder film uh, to catch up uh, first, because it's literally not a sequel to that. <laughs> it's explicitly a sequel to the comic, not to the film. Although it does take some of the like takes some of the visual thing elements from the film, but not but not really because they were all heavily based on the book any the comic anyway. But more importantly, uh, for like the current climate politically and uh, socially, it starts like and I didn't expect this, but it starts the whole series starts uh, at the. Um, the Black Wall Street Massacre uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma in 1921, which until this TV show about, ostensibly about retired superheroes I had never heard of um, I've since looked into it a lot um, and it's, it's one of these things where like I d- you didn't realise, I didn't, I mean, I knew that there was massive inequality and racism and that the Ku Klux Klan was a thing, and that uh, I assumed that that was a huge deal in the 20s, um, because obviously there was a, the, uh, obviously slaves were liberated from their enslavers, uh, and then it's not like things automatically became great, right? Because <laughs> otherwise there would need to be a the uh, civil rights movement in the 60s, right? So I was like, I had assumed that things were bad in between those times. But I'd never, but there's not really, there's a lot of history, like history books and stuff, but I'm not, I'm not someone who reads a lot of history books, if I'm honest, and the ones I did read when I was younger were all very much centred on white voices and uh, white experience and, uh, and in the same way that a lot of the media that I consume, like TV and films that I consume are also set on that which is one of the reasons why that show is really great is that it could easily have centred on because uh, like the, the TV show the, 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 the comic uh, the main characters are uh, Rorschach who's white Veidt, who's white, uh, Nato, who's white, like, you know, <laughs> it's a bunch of white ex-superheroes, um, but the, the TV show, like, much to the consternation of some trolls on the internet, uh, focuses heavily on race. The main character is a, uh, is, the main character is a black cop, uh, who lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma, it has to deal with a white supremacist group who use the the um, iconography and a version of the ideology of one of the characters from the original comic. Um, it's a really interesting like look at that. Uh, also, a lot of other crazy stuff happens that's not to do with... Uh, <laughs> 
not to do with the ingrained history of racism in the United States, but but oh, uh, like a huge, for instance, a huge reason that this um white supremacist movement there, they they call themselves the uh the Seventh Cavalry with a K, obviously. Um, are so like enraged as that in the timeline of the show. Uh, President Robert Redford, uh, who is <laughs> yep, is in the actor, uh, officially made reparations to the African American community. Uh, like and like officially uh, paid reparations. Um, a thing that you know the black community has been asking for for a long time, uh, and this white supremacist hate group hates that because of course they do. Hate is what they do. Uh, it's just, it's a very good show, and uh, there's some good sort of mystery stuff, some good superhero stuff, and also just some, I don't want to spoil any more, but some really, really interesting looks at, uh, like, systemic racial hatred. Um, and I'm aware that the fact that I can describe that as interesting is you know, massively privileged, but, you know, there are lots of different ways to educate yourself, uh, and a TV show that is based on an event that you might not have heard of or be aware of can be a starting, a starting off point. It shouldn't be the entirety of your, uh, of your education, but it can be a starting point, a jumping off point. Talking of uh, Lost and comic books, uh, I've been thinking a lot about Brian K. Vaughan. Uh, he was a writer on Lost from season 3 onwards, but he's most famous for being a comic book writer. Uh, he wrote, um, he's written several things. Uh, he wrote, very famously, he wrote, uh, he's written a book called Saga, which has been ongoing. I think it's currently on hiatus. This is like a space opera, which is by it's him and Fiona, uh, him writing Fiona Staples on art, and it's incredible. Um, just a, one of like while it was coming out, uh, when it first started coming out, and like up, basically up until it went on hiatus, and I think twenty eighteen, I think it's when it went on hiatus, it may be in twenty nineteen. It was consistently the best reviewed comic out there. Um, like <laughs> it's really good. Uh, he also did uh, like Private Eye with Marcos Martin. Uh, Paper Girls, which is like a, a sort of Stranger Things style thing with uh, four teenage girls on more bikes, uh, no, not more bikes, on bicycles. Uh, set in the eighties. Uh, I think it's a dot already. I think it's I think it's, a, it's an eighties set, an eighties set uh, comic in the eighties, which is a tautology. Um. And it's that's him and uh, Cliff Chang and uh, Matt Wilson. Uh, Cliff Chang on uh, pencils and Matt Wilson on colours. And it's uh, just a stunning book. And just really fun and really plays up a lot of those sort of 80s tropes. It's very, like, very Stranger Things, but, and, uh, but then it goes in a totally different direction. It's really good as well. There's Pride of Baghdad. I cannot, I sadly, to my. To my Shame, I can't remember the artist for Pride of Baghdad. It's in long time since I read it, which is about a pride of lions escaping from the uh, 
from an Iraqi zoo during during the um, uh, invasion of Iraq, uh, which was really interesting. Uh, another book called uh, Ex Machina, which is about a, about a guy who, a superhero called The Great Machine, who becomes famous for his acts of heroism on 9-11 and is able to use that fame to do better, to do a, uh, to do more good by becoming the mayor of New York. <laughs> so that's what that's about. Uh, and most importantly, as far as I'm concerned, he did a uh, comic with uh, Pierre Guerra called uh, Why the Last Man. Um, and stop me if you've heard me the, the, I've heard this one before, but uh, a, a mysterious disease ravages the population, uh, uh, throwing the world into dis, dis, uh, despair. Is essentially what, the, what happens. But the ma- the most important thing that happens is it only affects. Uh, men. Uh, so all the men, all the men die. Uh, it is maybe not the best at dealing with sort of uh, trans issues, which so I've not gone back and read it, but I I imagine there are some bits that I'm like, huh, because uh, it is sort of a crop chromosome based thing, you know. So, like, I imagine, I imagine trans women would, would die, and and, and trans men or other uh, assigned female at birth, like trans folks, would survive. But I don't know if it actually goes into that. I don't know if it plays with that at all. Uh, which because it could be interesting, but also that could also be done terribly. <laughs> uh, but essentially. It, Nobody survives. Like no man survives. Uh, brackets probably, probably trans men survive, uh, but no cis men survive. And um, except for one guy, who's a guy called Yorick, and he is a bit rubbish. <laughs> uh, he's got a pet monkey called Ampersand, who's an adorable capuchin monkey. Um, but basically he. <laughs> for a complicated series of events, uh, messes the plague, <laughs> like, because uh, he's sort of locked in his house, um, and then when he and then the show, the show, the series follows him as he uh, sort of like goes 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 out and about his business, and it's uh, so it's really interesting ideas going on. Again, I've not reread it in a while, but I again I love the characters. Some of the world building is probably a bit wobbly, um, but it's just such a good series, uh, and like in a lot of in a lot of ways, um, like uh, the car again. Like I said, the characters are fantastic. York is a difficult character to love, uh, which I think is important. Um, he's kind of an asshole. Um, and part of that is, understandably, he's woken up to a thing that's become the new normal for people, and he doesn't get it. Um, they have been trying to turn it into a TV show for ages, uh, and I think it's basically done now. Um, 
And I'm, I think it would work very well as a TV show, especially if they sort of addressed some of the some of the issues that the comic doesn't address, uh, and avoid some of the stuff that the comic does, because <laughs> some of it is very sort of mid two thousands comic booky. Like there's some stuff that's just extreme for the sake of extreme, and you're like, oh, there's no need for that. Uh, especially it comes to like some violent stuff. But the actual concept's really interesting. Uh, like it's all set in America, um, and uh, like it works. Uh, basically, what happens is, um, is because of how uh, inherently sexist the American uh, political system is. There's like. Uh, so I think it's like the secretary of gardens or something uh, by default becomes the president <laughs> because she's the highest ranking like official because like all of the like the secretary like the president the vice president uh, the secretary of Def- the secretary of defense the leader of the opposition uh, the secretary of the interior uh, and all, all of these things are, are all men and are all dead um, so like it's just this random politician I think she's like she might be education actually it's, or, it's either like education or like something something to do with like gardens For, forestry maybe uh, and she's just like, like well congratulations I guess you're the president now <laughs> so a bit like the um, the TV show designated survivor where uh which is a, which is which is a genuine thing, which I learned from the West Wing. Uh, again, great, great show. I should talk about the West Wing more at some point. Uh, which is in America when they have like a huge meeting of everybody, uh, like for like the State of the Union or so or stuff like that, and they're all together in like the Capitol building or uh, various sort of places. There's always one, like, official. Who is sort of kept separate as the designated survivor? Like, if anything happens, uh, which I believe is the plot of the TV show Designated Survivor, where Kiefer Sutherland plays one of those characters, and the worst does happen, and he is just by default the president. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's basically what happens in Wild Last Man, and there's there's just some great characters like Agent Three Five Five is fantastic. I won't explain who that is because uh, <laughs> you don't know for a while. Um, Doctor Man is yes, her name is Doctor Man. Uh, is an incredible character. Hero, who is York's sister, uh, that I can say without it being a spoiler, is has an has a really interesting arc. I just I don't know. I, like I I might reread it, but it's uh, fantastic. I also need to catch up on Saga, and finish Paper Girls. Uh, those are important things that I should do. Or fell off reading comics after a while. I think I've I think I've talked about this in, this before, where when I moved from Sterling, I had a there's a local I had a regular comic shop there, which was great. Uh, re- I was a big fan of it, Van Jack's comics, and I would go in there regularly. Was like good friends with good friends with the owner by the end of it, but ultimately he had to shut down, uh, and also I was no longer living in 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 Sterling, so I never I've never really found a. a like the comic shop, I'm not a huge fan of those Deadhead comics in Edinburgh. I'm not a huge fan of it, uh, or, or Forbidden Planet, and but that's you know a bit chainy and 
also at the time when I moved, I wasn't didn't really have the money to, uh, and at various points between that between then and now, haven't had the money to keep investing in comics. But you know, I can get collections. That's the thing. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about some some of the stuff that's gone through my head with a weird through line of a TV show, like that was massively popular that I didn't properly watch. <laughs> Um, so yeah, stay safe, uh, stay well, uh, stay at home, if, uh, although, or, or, you know, if you are going to go out, uh, social distance, wear masks if you're going to, like, shops and such, uh, stay educated and stay informed, uh, like, the fight still continues, there's still protests happening across America, uh, Breonna Taylor's murderers st- are still policemen. Uh, it'd be really good if they could they could be arrested. That'd be nice. Uh, considering we know who they are, you know, as long as a lot of other injustices that still need to be righted, so we still need to keep taking whatever action we can, whatever action we are able. Uh, and don't don't be ashamed if that is oh, currently no actions. I'm very exhausted. That's also valid. Um, and if you uh, wake up and go outside and find that an entire gender, well, or brackets, a very simplistic biological view of gender that doesn't really fit with how the world works, but just go with it because it's easier for the story, uh, then, you know, has been killed off, then try and make the best of it, yeah? Uh, my name has been Marjorie. Thank you very much. Goodbye.